And his girlfriend like looks at me because she's there too. She's like, man, stop, man. I'm just worried about surviving at this point. I know there's a beast here. There's a monster that for that hardcore drug. My name is Dylan and I am a drug addict. I'm Donnie, crackhead from Backwoods, Ohio. I'm Goomer, recovering addict. And I'm Jordan, a severe alcoholic from the streets of Seattle. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Here we go. Old man yeah. Ellis over there. Why? Here we fucking go. Here we go, Step six. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan talking that shit again. <laughs> Why? He's back. <laughs> my fucking biscuits. <laughs> I thought you got rid of my biscuits. <laughs> When's the last time you've been to a meeting, boy? Oh, <laughs> fucking! I mean, I had a couple of Zoom meetings actually. Oh, yeah, okay, dude. Okay. I did. Fresh out the quarantine. What's up, huh? Yeah, yeah. Fucking. Oh, shit, I forgot you had that. Yeah, yeah. no, I didn't hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even check up on him. Not once. Had Josh call me. <laughs> I called you the first day you had it, and you were like, "You no, you called me like, yo, I got COVID. I was like, oh, dude, how do you feel, bro? Are you, you okay? Yeah, I'm fucking fine, bro. That shit don't fucking punch. Don't face me. <laughs> no. You gotta let your ego wouldn't even let you be oh, like, yeah. yeah, I'm sick. Hey, you're, hey. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to deny it, bro. I'm like, yeah, I kept, I was talking with a goomer every day, and I was just like, no, nah, bro, I ain't even really sick. And the next day, I'm like, man, it's like getting a little worse. <laughs> like, dude, by the third dying. day, I was like, Dylan, you sound like shit, bro. <laughs> like, Please do something about this. Uh, I know. I'm over there looking at ivermectin and shit. Like, I don't know. I am kind of fucked up right now. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was weird, bro. Still dealing with that fucking COVID fog, but yeah. No, I'm happy to be out of that room and here with you guys. So he calls me one night, man. What are you doing? Taking a walk. <laughs> <laughs> How bad it was for him. Yeah, bro. Taking night walks. Dude, hey, that. That shit help, bro. That walk shit, with God. Walk with God, bro. Well, I was reading that book and then like going out and walking and just reflecting and thinking about my own mortality and like fucking just all kinds of stuff, bro. And like some deep this book that I'm reading is called Wild at Heart. And it's been really, really fucking dope so far. And just kind of touches on the questions of like masculinity and am I good enough? You know, will I fucking survive this? Can I repeat this? You know, mm. just that kind of leads us right into the stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah yeah a little bit yeah and speaking of that so we're talking about the fucking 12 step we're still working through the 12 steps um this episode we are on step six and step six is we were entirely ready to have god remove all these defects of character mm -hmm. some of the highlighted reading and again this is not necessarily one block of text um but highlighted text throughout the book we begin working step six full of hope that we have developed in the first five steps in step six, humility means that we're able to see ourselves more clearly. We've seen the exact nature of our wrongs. We've seen the patterns of our behavior and we've come to understand how likely we are, how, how, like, how we are likely to act on the same defects over and over. Becoming entirely ready won't happen in an instant. It's a long process, often taking place over the course of a whole lifetime. A fucking minute of that. Yeah. Thank God. Preach it. <laughs> Still got time. <laughs> so I think. 
<laughs> that's yeah, man. I thought I had it yeah. all figured out. Right <laughs> yeah, Check. Check. <laughs> Lifetime. All right. The inventory process is the inventory process itself is raise our awareness about character defects. Working the steps, the sixth step will do so even more. To be entirely ready is to reach a spiritual state where we are not just aware of our defects, not just tired of them, not just confident that God of our understand the God of our understanding will remove what should go, but all of these things. In order to become entirely ready, we need to address our fears about the sixth step. Once we've gotten past our initial reaction, we'll find that we probably have at least some measure of fear or uncertainty about changing. We probably have some fears about what our lives will be like without these defects. Some of them may seem more like vital survival skills than defects of character. We wonder if the removal of our defects will inhibit our ability to earn a living. We may find that the idea of being a respectable citizen is repulsive to us. <laughs> we may find that the idea of being a respectable citizen is repulsive <laughs> to us. Right back. <laughs> Many of us are strongly attached to an image. We're cool. We're trendy. We're trendy. We're outside the bounds of polite society. And we like it that way. Mm. Damn. Shit. Getting a little attached to these defects. Huh? I'm still hip to the jive. <laughs> <Right. laughs> I mean, you look really you look really good, Jordan. Oh, I thanks, like your dude. fit. You look you really too, hip. I told him oh, he looks Seattle you. as fuck right now. Yeah, 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 yeah busting out the Seattle fit today. I'm actually in a flannel. Gonna... Oh shit, my phone's not on me. <laughs> you know, You're gonna take a picture of him? Yeah, post it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Well, let's get back to step six. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Goomer. Making me feel good. So this yeah. is something that I know I'm fucking struggling with right now, right? Like genuinely attempting to remove <laughs> defects of character. Because I remember the very first time that I did this, man. This was like a, this, I think more, almost more than any other step, I was looking for a heart condition. I was looking for like a legitimate change of my heart before I could honestly say that I was like ready to have my defects of character removed. And I like that it said some of these defects of character felt like vital survival skills. You know, and then the removing them, what does my life look like if I remove these defects of character that I've relied on to keep me alive? And I remember the first time that I heard that in treatment when they told me these character defects that are now killing you were born out of necessity to keep you alive. It blew my mind the first time I heard that. Makes a lot of sense. It does, dude. Damn. Yeah, dude. Hmm. It's like the, 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 I mean, when I hear that, it's like, fuck, dude, you tell me the way I've lived my life and the way of the things that I've gone through, seen or experienced. And the things that help me get through all that life until I get to the rooms is like not the way to live anymore. Yeah. It's like, fuck. It's like, who the fuck am I? <laughs> who the fuck am I? That's a big one, man. And, and this is this question that I asked Bree. Like when I got out of treatment, like we didn't know who was coming back. I didn't know who I was going to be. Well, fuck, dude. I, I mean, day to day, like now that just further along we move in recovery, I'm like, holy shit, man. I have no idea. You know, that first year, I was like, you know, fuck, man. I'm glad I figured out who I was. You know what I mean? Now I'm like, damn. Yeah. Thought, who am I? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> it's a good question. I'm still trying to figure We have a lifetime to figure it out. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm glad you said the lifetime thing because I'm still trying to figure it out, bro. Because yeah. I had no clue who I was, man. Because like you said, those survival instincts that I had that helped me get through whatever I was going through made me this person that i had no idea like who i'm still working on it right but this totally. step literally helped me figure that out because once i can like th through the fourth and the fifth and the end of these steps i was able to 
recognize all the all those defects of character like on paper and they became like real and then i could actually like look at them like oh shit and see the fucking pattern that over and over and over that i was, I was totally. doing that i was subconsciously doing for the longest time but i had no clue i wasn't even aware of it right that's you know and that's, I, I think that's what the I think that's why it's so important, too, to go through that thorough fourth, right? And that fifth, because mm-hmm. that's giving us all the fucking... It's in my own writing, right? As I've heard mm-hmm. it put, like, all the shit is in my own... The proof is in my own writing mm-hmm. of my behaviors, my character defects, my routines, whatever it may be. So then it's like, okay, well, shit, man, this is how I've gotten a, along in life for so long. And now you're telling me that these are... I'm going to have to have these removed, right? How do I do that in a safe way? Right. Because that's important, too. And that's one of the things that I go through with my sponsees. I'm like, hey, man, when we do this four step or whatever it is that we're doing, it's always important that we're doing this in a safe way. Right. Mm-hmm. That we're not just fucking saying, yeah, I'm done. I'm not going to do that shit anymore. And now I'm going to go apologize to everybody. <laughs> and let's dig up some gnarly shit in my life and let's just fucking wing it. You know what I mean? Like, it's important to do this in a safe way. Um, you know, I, I'm going to. Ju- I want. Go ahead, Jordan. Oh, well, I got I got something that I wanted to say on that um, and just kind of on my, my feelings on the sixth step in general. And it's, it's the way that I did it and the way that I kind of look at it and you guys correct, can correct me if this is just the wrong way of thinking. I'll, I'll give you the, but like um, what was easier, what was easiest for me is like, I think just the wording of it, it's, it sounds so intense. Right. And like, mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't, make sense of it in my brain and then i got to the point to where i didn't want to let go of the character defects because they're right. like we, like it said there's things that we liked about our stuff that we relied on um but the the way i like rationalized it to myself and made it made sense was like nothing happens in god's will by mistake right mm. we can all agree on that yeah therefore hold on with me here therefore i don't have character defects damn okay i don't i have my character, I, I am not a mistake. There is nothing wrong with me. But there are things that I'm using for not the right thing. Things that aren't in God's will, right? So helping me figure out those things and redirect them to work positive in my life and positive in other people's lives. Because there's nothing wrong with who we are, the way we think, or our character, what makes us us. There's nothing wrong with that. But we're using those things that could be gifts as things to hurt other people, as things to, to be selfish things to, for the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? That makes so, sense. so finding those things and redirecting those things that like, you know, they always say addicts are master manipulators, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but yeah. like trying to find those ways of like using those powers for good, taking your addictive personality and putting it towards good things. Right. You know, at least that's what I did and what kind of made sense to me. And it's just mostly wording, but that's how it made sense to me. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'd be arguing semantics with you almost if I went against. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I yeah. agree. I think. Yeah. I mean, it's a little weird because it's still a defective character trait if I'm using it wrong, though. Right. I mean, like. If I get a TV, it's a TV, but if it's not working, it's a defective TV, but it's still a TV type shit. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I, well, I think I think it, talk, it talks I, about in that book dude, the yeah, difference just between our character and then our character defect. Like we don't we're not like getting rid of our complete character. Right. Because I had to like write down things that were good about myself, too. Right. Because yeah. 
I'm not just, you know, I have. And then also if I write down the bad things, I need, I need to replace them with something. Like if I'm asking them to remove these defects of character, then I have to replace that with a good the character, like whatever that is that I could take from someone else. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's what the worksheets are there, right? You take assets and liabilities. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. the defect is li- the, what's a li- liability, uh, being a liability to your life mm-hmm. than an asset, right? Like I can be egotistical, like, and I use that, like, I use my ego at work, you know, like I don't like flex it on anybody or I don't like push it on everybody and tell everybody I'm the shit. Except for you guys sometimes. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, we I got to tell somebody, bro. No, so you can, I, I think I can use But I my, tap into it I can tap to into motivate my, me during yeah. work because I don't want to be there sometimes. I'm like, man, fuck work. But I like use my ego to motivate me and get me through my day, I guess. To boost you up and stuff, dude. I, I yeah. can relate with that. I don't I don't go out actively with my ego like I'm going to I'm going to fucking do this. I'm going to do that. Like and just blast that onto people but internally i look in the mirror in the morning i'm like yo you fucking got this bro you're about to kill it like yeah you know you're gonna make words this day of affirmation your, yeah you're gonna make this day your bitch right like using my ego internally that, but... you know what i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> well exactly so like i wouldn't you know that's kind of what i get to my point right so you that's not removed from you your ego is not removed Can't you've be. harnessed it and used it for a better more positive way in your life Right. Um, I don't know. It's a blurry line because I think you could use a like in the worksheet, like you, when you guys do the step works, right? Like, like there's this worksheet where it's like you you list your defects and then how do you get that defect and the opposite to a an asset, right? A liability to an asset. Or am I saying that backwards? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. So being egotistical, like what's the opposite of that? Like being humbled or working mm. humility? Yeah, There's I would, a way to I would be even, com- I would confident, even, right? Yeah, I would even argue and, the opposite of ego is confidence. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's a fine line, though. It is. It is. No, no. Because in the big book, it talks about it's like when confidence becomes cockiness. I think that's where that line lies with when it comes to ego and then confident. Like you can be yeah. confident and and probably come off egotistical, but I mean, that's not for, yeah. And you I, only, you know, right. Yeah. And I think, I think, like I said at the beginning of it, like it's mostly the, like my view is mostly the same. It's just the wording. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes like, especially me, I can get so caught up in AA wording that yeah. like, it just totally turns me off. So if I didn't explain it, how it made sense to me on the microphone, then because it could help someone no i totally agree one of the things but it essentially is the same thing as what i'm trying to say but it's just a way of rationally making it rational to me well one of the things that i love that you said is it sounds so definitive the wording and i think you're absolutely correct as far as it i don't know if this is how you meant it but this is how i take it sometimes is you're right turn made a decision to turn my will over to and over to the care of god right like that sounds like a permanent decision even though everyone sitting in this room right now knows no, I take that shit back quite often, right? Yeah. Step three is a daily practice. Same with step six. I never really thought mm-hmm. about it like that, but I really enjoy it. Um, enjoy that you said it because even in this book, when it talks about it, it's a lifelong process at times, right? right? Step six sounds like a definitive. Well, I was entirely ready to have these defects of character gone, gone. <laughs> and now if they're not removed, I'm like, well, what the fuck happened? You know, yeah. well, that didn't work. <laughs> I, I think that's, I think that's, I like, thoroughly <laughs> followed their path. And I failed. Rarely I was seeing bullshit. <laughs> I think that's why the fucking principle behind that is willingness because it's like a, a I have to be willing to do this every day and to like lifetime practice, right? Lifetime practice to work on my, on either limiting my character defects or 
removing them cl- completely over time. Right. Yeah. Well, my bad, go. No, you're, I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. See, well, Donnie. <laughs> have a good night. That, that, that reading said, go. like, I just know how the show goes. <laughs> like, when you start off that reading, it said something along the lines, like, being, like, the, you know, like, I guess the goal or something, being in a spiritual state, right? Mm-hmm. I yeah. think as long as you're aware that you're in ego, that's fine. And then you're aware if you're being a fucking an asshole. Okay, you can be aware of it. But like if you're aware that you're being an asshole or egotistical in a selfish, self-centered way, and it's you're being like a wrecking ball towards people around you, then, I mean, I think that for me, that would lie the line of like, all right, am I really using my defects for good or, or bad? You know what I mean? But it could be for good because it could be benefiting my personal growth or I want to say financially income and, and stuff like that, right? But I'm being aware that I'm, you know, using these things. Yeah. But it's for personal selfish good, which is making my life good. And it's not necessarily like I'm killing people or, or robbing people or anything like that. But you're acting in this defect, but I'm aware of it. But some people might not like it or it's, I'm, I might stepping on some people's toes or using them as stepping tones. Like that's kind of where like, eh, who knows? <laughs> yeah no well and he even spoke on that too like earning a living like i remember like a part of my story is when i started that business when i got out of high school you know i worked for a sales company and i started a company when i was 19 and like that was one of the very first times that my manipulation was like profitable right like my ability to manipulate people turned into fucking dollars right mm-hmm. i mean i wouldn't even call it the first time i was <laughs> drugs i guess <laughs> selling i don't know dude, i consider my first Bro, sale ever like little, my first keep real going a little deeper, <laughs> a little deeper. <laughs> yeah, actually, actually i've been doing that shit my whole life Fuck <laughs> <it. There it laughs> no dude i so i i think about it and i really think about that for real because the first sale that i consider myself to have made was when i was i don't know i was 14 15 years old something like that and over at the Phoenix Am skateboarding contest, nice. they raffled out a year's supply of shoes every year, right? And that was like always like the grand prize, winning those fucking year supply of shoes. This kid won it. This kid was like probably 11 or 12. So I went and grabbed like some like shirts and socks and decks. And I went over there and I convinced this kid that what I had in my hand was worth more than X amount of pair of shoes, right? So I got him to trade me. And I remember thinking like, hell yeah, I just hustled the fuck out of this kid, <laughs> right? Using that manipulation for my profit. When I gradu- when I started that business or even when I was working for that other company, using manipulation for profit, I'd cold call people on the fucking, you know, I'd get web, web addresses, cold call people, never even know their fucking names until they sent me money through PayPal, right? Like that's manipulation, but it was like profitable. I removed that and then we fast forward into recovery and I try to defend myself. Uh, in the court of law right? <laughs> and all of a sudden I have these like principles or whatever it is. And I don't have that same manipulative ability because that's just not in my heart the way it was prior. And then I get waxed the fuck up for two and a half hours. Right? <laughs> it is, it can be scary, especially in a field like sales or something like that, or whatever right. it may be. Your egotistical mindset says, man, I could do any fucking job in the world. And if I humble it back and whatever, so it can prove difficult at times to remove fucking character defects. Let's jump right into this question. Go ahead. No, I was going to go, okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. (laughs) Do I still believe in the process of recovery? Do I believe that I can change? How have I changed so far? And what defects do I no longer have to act on? Nope. Next question. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Nope. No, no. No, no, Kind of. (laughs) Some. (laughs) Next. (laughs) 
Do you guys still believe in the process of recovery? Let's start there. One, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. I, I think the we were just at, or I just was at a meeting, man, and watched someone that picked up a year chip and like to see the process of recovery in that person throughout the past year. Like there was like seven people that got chips that night, dude. And but this like one in particular because like we've had an impact in their life. Like to see that like just reinforces the process of recovery for me that it is possible that it does work and like how they're sharing like just you just got to show up and fucking do the work and like the rest the process it will take care of itself like you just need to trust the process and like to hear that share and and to see the you know the smile and like the glow of this person was just it's amazing dude it is because it's hard to it's my eyes are always looking out in the world at everything else and not always back on myself so i don't see any progress in myself and and sometimes i'll like i'll be i can i've caught myself in this pattern right i'll progress like a lot a lot a lot a lot, lot like really fast i'll like put the work and put the work and put the work in and then i'll like start getting results and i'll just draw back you know from, oh, yeah. from all the the activities and the the things the the daily routine that i was doing to get to that point the kid who takes his medicine yeah right yeah the antibiotics and i feel i start feeling better and i stop taking it you know but i don't know i'm so it works right i just need i think i think out of everything as human beings we lack consistency like to show up on a daily basis every single day and like try to be this better person and try to change but as we all know this works right if we look at our life yeah how long ago you know i'm talking <laughs> to this person after the meeting after they get that chip and i asked them like so how do you feel now like compared to when you came in and they're like I don't even know who that fucking person was. Yeah. Like, I have no idea. Completely two different people. And, and I was like, yeah, I'm the same way. I feel like I have lived two different lives after working this through the steps, like, and through the program from where I was at. It's almost like it was like a fucking movie that I was stuck in. That was like, it was just horrible, man. And now yeah. to see, like, to reflect back on that and then to see where I'm at now and, and not to say I'm not exactly where I want to be, but like, I am a complete different character from where I was before. Yeah. I, I think, I think that's a good point, Donnie, cause that's kind of what I was like going to reference on, on the, does the process of recovery work? Like we like all four of us, especially we like to be cynical and, <laughs> and say, and say no. And we like to make jokes and crack jokes and all around that because the we're amount still, of relapse jokes in our group yeah, chat is, is not alarming. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to someone the other just sorry, I was talking to someone the other day because uh, that group chat woke me up two days ago. <laughs> I was, ding ding ding! I was like, I was so pissed. Woke me up and I opened it up and it's just thirty-seven text messages talking about relapsing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we are pretty sick. <laughs> but uh, but the, saying that you know, like I think we uh, we we joke and we do that stuff like that, but like. And we, we think we're fucked. I mean, we know we're fucked up still, but in comparison to where we were, like yeah. that's just walking proof that the that recovery still works, you know? Yeah. And like if we if we put in half the effort that we probably did at the beginning, we wouldn't be as fucked up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Straight up. <bro. laughs> well, and, and too, so Goomer, you and I were just talking about this, our testimony, right? And speaking at meetings, right? And one of the things that I said and that we, you know, you agreed on is like, I'm at the point now where I have like, I feel like I can give a testimony about recovery. Just the time I've been in recovery mm -hmm. versus just like 
bunch of addiction stories and then like getting to the recovery. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like too much now. Like I can't even talk about how bad it was. But, like you got like two minutes <laughs> and then the rest is all like recovery. Yeah. Because, and, and that's why, and I do believe that the process of recovery does work. I do. And it just, when oh, it works, if you work it right, mm-hmm. like that fucking, it's so true, man. I do believe it today. My defects of character that I'm working on are not necessarily the same defects of character that I was working on when I first originally worked this step, you know, when I had months of recovery versus, you know, a couple of years and some change of recovery. Mm. And I think that's one of the biggest things. And I do believe that I've changed from it. I don't, the person that I was at a year versus the newcomer that I was totally different person. The person I am right now versus the person I was at a year pretty fucking different as well you know so it's it's a it's Mm -hmm. it's a weird thing one of the next questions here is what is the difference between being entirely ready to have god remove my defects of character and suppressing them myself Mm. no no i've never done that so i couldn't (laughs) really (laughs) pretty much always gave it up (laughs) forgot him somewhere (laughs) I, I couldn't wear my cargo shorts, bro. That's how you yeah. knew that. <laughs> you knew they were yeah. gone. <laughs> You're a new man, bro. Oh, <laughs> shit. I forgot about that. Yeah. You look good, too. The yeah. fucking... Really good. I used, you hit puberty, I used, bro. I used, <laughs> uh, that was funny, bro. I used to wear cargo shorts, and they would all tell me that my character... I stored all my character defects <laughs> in my pocket. <laughs> carried them everywhere. I carried them everywhere with me. Right there. I thought you were fucking with me the first time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you generally thought he would dress up purposely like that to fuck with you. I, I just didn't know. I'd never no, seen what? dress shoes and cargo shorts on the same body at the same time before. Talk about fucking now. No fucks given. Because we were, I think it was when we were going paintballing. And I was like, he was like, oh, no, it's cool, man. I got some shoes right here. And I was like. <laughs> They're like well, those suede. Are, those are like dress shoes. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's all good. Dude. <laughs> you are from Ohio. <laughs> I was like, and I just thought, oh, well, you know, we're going paint. You probably didn't know we were doing this or something. <laughs> and then like the next meeting, you showed up in that outfit. I was like, all right. This guy's fucking playing for keeps over here. <laughs> and then one of his first sponsees is when... <laughs> oh, my God. Donnie gets good, right? So Donnie starts dressing different. And then we go to a meeting and this newcomer <laughs> comes up to him with car- wearing cargo shorts and dress <laughs> shoes and asks Donnie to be his sponsor. Me and Dylan were like, yep, perfect for you, bro. <laughs> That shit was mind-blowing. That, that shit was hilarious. Dude. I've seen it twice in my entire life, and the people had a sponsor-sponsee relationship. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That shit was crazy, bro. Funny shit, dude. Uh, what was the question? <laughs> back, back to the question. <laughs> what is the difference between being ready to have God remove these defects and just suppressing them? I think, like, especially the first time I, I worked the steps, I, I did that. I think I suppressed. Mm. Like... I, I went and I did the prayer and I did the meditation and all that, that, that like my sponsor told me to do afterwards. And I just went, yep. And then I started like just taking like the big major things, my major character defects, things that were wrong with me. And I yeah. was like, I just tried not to do them anymore. And there were still certain ones that I was flirting with that I liked. I'm like, oh, <laughs> hell yeah. That was kind of, that was not hurting anybody, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> still there. <Check. laughs> um, and yeah, and then I think like kind of what we've been talking about this whole episode, realizing that it's not just 
going to go away in an instant. And it's a constant every day, you know, renewal and, and trying to figure out and learning what's right and wrong about you and different things and just trying to constantly be a better person yeah. um, uh, is, is more of the difference than just like shoving them down and being like, nope, they're not there. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, so one of the, when I first read that question, the thing that popped in my mind is the difference for me is, am I genuinely with an honest heart ready to ask for this or ready for this to be removed from my life and to take the necessary steps to have it removed and if necessary, replaced in my life? Or am I just looking to put it in the back pocket for a time that I may need it to serve me? Right. That manipulation. Am I genuinely willing to be honest and give up manipulation or am I putting it in the back pocket waiting for a time for it to serve me? Right. Lust. Am I really willing to give it up or am I waiting for it a perfect time for it to serve me? Right. And only I can answer that. You know, you asked the question about your interpretation of the stick step earlier. And what I meant to tell you was like, dude, if that's what fucking worked for you, then that's correct. Right. Mm -hmm. That's how I interpret this. Am I genuinely willing to work on it or am I saving it for a later time when it can serve me in a selfish way? Right. And when I'm genuine in the next question behind that, I think we can kind of group together is how does my surrender deepen during this step? Well, when I'm genuinely ready to have this thing removed from me and I'm ready to work on it, man, that requires another level of surrender. Mm-hmm. There was a level of surrender just to get to the rooms. And then I'm constantly being asked to surrender more and more. God is constantly asking. Usually when God's growing me, I'm giving up some shit mm-hmm. that I've leaned on hard. Fuck yeah. Always. I, I, heard, I heard a share the other day at, at the meeting and I'm trying to like remember it exactly correct, but because the topic was on the seventh step, which we'll get to, but it was saying that that first surrender, that first step, that's easy. Like that's the one where you come in with nothing and you say, please, I need something to save me. Please. I am powerless over this. Mm -hmm. That one's easy. And as you work through the steps, it gets more difficult to surrender more and more. And I think that that goes along with this one, because you start to find these things that you're, you're like, but I, I don't want to give that one up. I want to give the drugs up. Yeah. But maybe this manipulation, maybe, maybe the lust, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe, you know, these different things. Like I, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to give those up. I just wanted to stop drinking. I just wanted to stop, you know, using drugs. Right. Without yeah. addressing the reasons why I drank. Exactly. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it does. It does deepen and you do have to dig deeper and it's more difficult than doing that first one. It okay. is. It is. What well, do you got? Anything on that? Read it again. What's the difference between being ready to have God remove these defects of character and just suppressing them? And when, if, if you are ready to have God remove those defects of character, does your surrender deepen in that process? For me? Yeah, man. Like, I, with my higher power, like, you know, working like up, you know, one through four, five, up to this point, like, I think I had laid a, a good foundation with my higher power and being receptive to his communication or whatever you want to call it. But as being like aware of this, the, I guess, the opportunities to work on these defects, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, instead of being so impulsive, really kind of slowing things down you know in in situations where i can practice these principles practice these these spiritual tools 
and and work on his defects. You know what I mean? Like I think we t- we talked about. It, I told you like Dylan, like why? Like you don't think we know when you're not being selfless, but you're like forcing it. You think we don't pick up on that shit? Too, where you're just like, <laughs> but it's it comes like a lifetime practice, right? You're working on this because you say you want to fucking be that way, you yeah. know. So it's like if you're willing. When I became willing, it's like I'm willing to work on this stuff and like really fucking embrace the change the process of recovery and removing this shit you know it's like my higher power of god is like presenting me all these opportunities to work on these defects so like i should you know embrace or or seize those opportunities to fucking work on this shit other than suppressing it's like nah i'll do it later like you know what i mean like oh you know what i'm gonna hustle this dude real quick and and it's not a big deal like the other day i I told donnie I was at fucking, I worked my ass off that day, bro. And the fucking customer gave me a $50 tip, right? Oh, yeah. Did I tell you about this? We were talking about last night. Oh, dude. So they gave me a $50 tip. And then fucking, I I was so hyped because I got a lot of compliments for the the job that I finished that day. And I told my coworker, I was like, yo, lunch is on me, bro. He's like, fuck yes. We went to QT. Then we fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm just at that point in my life, bro. I'm at that point in my life, bro. QT pizza, man. It's fucking gas station food for me. <laughs> and uh, so we, we buy lunch. But not QT's on deck, bro. When the ones that have the like, hey. kitchen and shit, bro. Yeah, you order it like, on good, the screen. They good, get dude. down, dude. So we, we get these subs, bro. And I, and I pay for this. And the dude gives me $50 back and change. And the total was like 20-something bucks. Mm. And I just saw that. And I was like, fuck. Everything in my head was just like, fuck. This is a good day today. <laughs> nah, everything in my head was like, dude, give this back. Yeah. Like, come on. Give this back, dude. Like, this is probably... They're going to count the drawer and, and fucking... Be sure, or someone's gonna get in trouble. I was like, nah, like working on his program, but like that day, dude, <laughs> I was like, nah, fuck that, dude. <laughs> like, I did it. I didn't give it back. I kept those fifty five bucks to this day. <laughs> yeah, so, 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 it's like last week, bro. It was like Friday, dude, or Thursday, dude. Nice. dude because I oh, always man. fucking give that shit back. That's happened to me so many times. Where I'm like, hey, you gave me extra change, or like, you know, I'm always like, you know. Like, I'm always really trying to be a good person or change or work on these defects. But that day, dude, I said, send it, bro. Give me that shit. <laughs> I do enough good sometimes, bro. <laughs> but I was being selfish, bro. And I walked out of there with 55 bucks. Now that I say that a lot, I don't think good. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> so that was a perfect opportunity. Example, like, I suppressed my fucking defect, bro. Like You suppressed the good roommate yeah. up in your head. Yeah, the one dude, that was like, hey, do the hey, right thing. Hey, do, do this, do this. The other one was like, no, God presented with, you know, you know, he like, my program it. was turned off. Yeah, <laughs> I was getting the notification. <laughs> but, but yeah, dude. So it's like moments like that where it's like I get presented with the opportunity to be a good person and work on these defects, be selfish and stuff like that, or I can go suppress them and say, "Nah, I do it later," and self-justify in my head and shit like that. But man, I got a lifetime to work on this. <laughs> I got a lifetime. I know it's gonna happen again, dude. Yeah, that's fucking I'll perfect, bro. Next time, dude. I, I think. <laughs> I think it's easy to fall like as we're talking about the surrender was so strong in the beginning and yeah. as like things get better I believe that I had something to do with it right oh yeah <laughs> so oh, then yeah. I'm like hell yeah like I got this you know done pretty damn good for I'm myself good, right like, yeah, and example, then I get yeah. back into this comfort zone of you know of I I got things figured out now yeah. I'm like I'm good you know the drugs are gone now and, but these character defects that I didn't even know I fucking had will creep into me creep into my life before i even know it dude like all of mm-hmm. a sudden i'll be like i had this thing suppressed that i didn't even know i was suppressing until like an experience happens or 
an engagement happens with someone or in an event. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this fucking character defect comes flying out like so loud and obnoxious that it affects other people. Yeah. And I think it's just being aware of it, man. And like Goomer was talking about uh, not reacting and being so impulsive to things and acting on my character defects. It's literally letting. And I think through what I have realized and what I've learned is through meditation is what calms that. And makes that space between the event, the situation, whatever it may be in my reaction. Mm. Like that is what meditation does for you. It, ma- it makes that time even more because it calms your brain down to not act automatically to something like we've done for so long. I don't know about you guys, but I fucking used to just react like that. Snap of a finger, something happened and I react. Now I'm able to calm down. I don't know about you guys. Donnie fucking mentions my impulsiveness <laughs> twice per conversation that I have with Listen, him. Listen. Anyway. Why are you so fucking impulsive, Dylan? <laughs> I never say it like that. Oh, you pretty much say it like that. Every well, that's why I'm trying to be a good friend. And just like, oh, okay. Thank you so you're aware of it. I, f- right? I feel your warmth. For sure. <laughs> I th- <laughs> but also with this fucking step, there was a lot of fear, right? If I remove all these things, yeah. it talks about that fear of totally. like, and the fear of change and the fear of being uncomfortable and the fear of identifying these things, because then I identify these character defects. And then I think I am that like, I am like, as mm-hmm. I am, I'm acting that way. Right. Yeah. But then I'm going to start beating myself up. Like I'm fucking lazy. I procrastinate. I'm lustful. I'm, I'm oh, this, yeah. I'm that. So then we're like, then I'm like, just trapped in this overwhelming feeling of I have all these fucking defects and what do I like? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who am I? Like, you know, all this shit. Oh, yeah. And then I'm, I'm still, I'm so fearful of, of, of getting rid of all this stuff at the same time. I, I, I have learned or I need to switch from the fear to like being excited about the change yeah. and say, Hey, I'm, I'm excited about this. And Goomer said like embrace the change and embrace the growth that's going to come with, either removing these or limiting them down. And then totally, it, I don't know. It's a process, but it, I guess it's just being excited about it. Yeah, I love that's, that. That's fucking hard though. Man. It is hard, dude. Cause like you try at least for me, like working in like construction and shit like that, dude, like I can't go with like a bunch of dudes that drink and they're all fucking talking shit to you and this and that, like, and they hurt my feelings and I'm trying to work a program. Like, I can't go to him like, Hey man, can you please not talk to me like that? That really makes me feel like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to get like a beer can tossed in my head and they're going to be like, fuck you, go bitch. Fuck like get the fuck out. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, sometimes I got to like, I protect my myself, like with these character defects and stuff. And sometimes I keep them on, on me when I, when I clock out, dude, and I carry them over here. <laughs> I can start throwing them in your guys' face and oh, stay on me all, all week. And, you suppressed and weeks all and week. months and all this shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's fucking, fucking here, hard, Donnie, what you got going? I'm doing a lot, you, bro. You fucking leader, fuck. It's funny now, huh? People are always taking shots at me, dude. At all of us, bro. That's what I'm saying, dude. It's, it's Mainly us. Yeah, how do you embrace that change? Say, Goomer, I don't think you ever throw your character defects in my face. You know, I, I, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Suppress them a lot. Suppress them. You should hear them when you're not there. Oh my god. <laughs> to be a fly on that wall. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I think that I love that, man. To be excited about it because it's it's when 
it's like the gym, man. You don't really get started getting excited about it until you start seeing the little results, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't really start getting excited about what I'm trying to do in life until I started seeing a little bit of results. And then it's like, holy fuck, this works. You same get excited. Thing. Same thing. Like when we found the 12-step program, I thought I was like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever, right? And I right. still think it's fucking in a beautiful design for living. But when I first found it, I'm like, oh my God, because I'm seeing results. I, I actually went. I'm stay clean today. We started a podcast. Got to start a podcast. <laughs> tell people about <laughs> this. Tell the world. No one, no, everyone got to know about this. <laughs> I was wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> Those defects attached a little too fucking deep. I didn't know they were going to stick around. Bro, you know what I was thinking about? Remember that? <laughs> Just to think of like, oh, like, because when we had like seven months, that did feel like an eternity. It felt like, oh my, we yeah, had so much. First year. I, I remember, yeah. do you remember when we were all at the park for Goomer seven months and you tackled homie down? Uh-huh. And I like uh-huh. kind of gave you a tough time about it. And I just remember the conversation that I had and I was like, Donnie, you know, it's just, you have seven months, man. And we really expect more out of you at seven <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bro, we should have seen seven months ago to fuck that dude up. <laughs> But just think this about like progress. the level of like responsibility that comes with the seven eight months mark. It's like you should you should be past uh, this. You should now. know by now. You should know by now. Should People know. look up to you, right? You got yeah. seven fucking months. What the fuck do we think we are? Bro? I don't know. I'm yeah. fucked up, bro. See, our egos told us to start a podcast, but you know, you know, maybe it's for the good. <laughs> All right, so coming off the heels of Donnie being a respectable person of seven months and Goomer <laughs> explaining how he stole from QT, we'll go into <laughs> this next question. <laughs> go on, go. Told, I'm going to go to QT Dylan. real quick, get my whole life back. <laughs> Dylan, all the way up here, bro, I was on the phone with them. <laughs> and then, uh, it's funny because you asked that question, do you believe in the process of recovery anymore? I was like, man, Dylan, fuck recovery, bro. Like, fuck this and fuck that. I was like, I'll go to QT real quick, dude. And he's like, I don't get my life, my old life back. I'm like, fuck this thing, dude. You know what you said? I was going to get said, bro. You want something for QT? Like a new life. I'm like, get a new life at QT, real fucking. <laughs> yeah, life, any bro. QT, any, anywhere in Arizona. Yeah, dude. you go find some old shit real quick. Shit. Get my old life back. Let's go moving on to this question. On the heels of this conversation that we just had, do I accept myself today? What do I like about myself today? And what has changed since I've been working the steps? Because I think you guys mentioned it earlier, right? The importance of keeping it balanced. Can I acknowledge that I've done some good shit? Can I acknowledge that I have worked on some defects? I, yeah, I think so. And, and one defect is like my, uh, my pride, right? I was very, I'm still am a very prideful person, but right. there's a negative pride and then there's a positive pride, I think. And the negative pride was me like, I got this figured out. I don't need your fucking help. Like I can handle it. I, I'm never going to ask for help. Like that kept me sick for the longest time. And it's still, it will hurt me more than, more than help me when I'm, when I try to figure everything out on my own. But the opposite, the positive being pride, like prideful is being proud of the things that I have accomplished that right. I have done. And like, and praising myself for it a little bit. I mean, like we, we literally got out of the fucking, uh, the grips of an addiction that kills hundreds of thousands of people, millions of people. Like, I don't know, man. It's a, it is an accomplishment, whether, you know, we say we want praise for running out of a burning building and shit like that as a joke. But I mean, we do, we have done that. And we have, I think, you know, helped a lot of people. And I think it's a continuous process of doing that. So I I mean, yeah, given, you know, 
motivate or encouraging each other to keep doing that kind of stuff and along with ourself is important. Yeah. Well, I think, so one of the things that it talks about, you know, what has changed since I've been working the steps, you know, one of the first things that come to my mind and I say, and this has come to my mind for two reasons, because I do believe it's something that has changed. And also (laughs) the whole, this is a lifetime process thing, right? My ability to say, you know what? I was wrong and I'm sorry. Mm. To look at my part and say, you know what, dude, I'm, I, that's my bad. I fucked that up and I'm sorry. Now, apparently my apologies sound more offensive than anything, according to Google. <laughs> <True> story. <laughs> but luckily I got a lifetime to work on it. So one day, dude, Don't I'm going to say something. With me. <laughs> just, just don't say sorry fucking, anymore. <laughs> not to me, man. Don't work that shit somewhere else, dog. <laughs> You take, your, you take your apologies. Fucking practice fucking range over here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like the driving range, yeah. homie. Motherfucker. <laughs> that shit to the course, homie. <laughs> uh, that was good, bro. I ain't no fucking driving range for you to beat apology balls on. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you guys, man. Look at a mirror or something, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, fuck you guys. <laughs> There it is. See? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's more natural. Like, ah, he's sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's still. That's right? still I'm like, sorry. Yeah. Fuck you guys. It's <laughs> fucked up. We don't let our boy grow spiritually. Straight up. <laughs> We're bringing you down, Dylan. Making us feel uncomfortable. Every time we get a little sunlight, bro, you just put some shade and I start getting all tweaked out again. <laughs> Ranches are all fucked up. <laughs> all right. What was that question again? Fuck it, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. Uh, Step seven. Oh, shit. We humbly ask them to remove our shortcomings. What about the long comings? (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) That is from... Where's that from, Jordan? Oh, yeah. (laughs) CA meetings. Jordan's once upon a time home group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a home group. Yeah, I got a home group. <laughs> When's the last time you were there? Uh, like six months ago. <laughs> uh, I chaired a meeting like two months ago. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Well, last time you were at a meeting. <laughs> uh, all right. I want to read this real fast. What, about, <laughs> what, dude? You guys got something to share with the class or what? No, we're good? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Though each of the 12 steps is a separate process into itself, they all blend together to some degree as their parts interact with one another. With one another aspects of step was fucking weird. All right. Step one, fusing into step two, components of step four, meshing into the following steps. Perhaps the finest line between two steps is the one between step six and step seven. At first glance, step seven may seem almost an afterthought to step six. We spent a great deal of time and effort raising our awareness of our character defects in step six and getting to the point where we were entirely ready to have them removed. Now all we need to do is ask, right? Not exactly. There's much more to this step than just filling a request out with our higher power and waiting for a response. There's spiritual preparation. There's the need to develop an understanding about what humbly means in this context. There's the need to find a way of asking that fits into our individual spiritual paths. And there's the need <clears throat> to practice spiritual principles in the place of character defects. Mm. I love that, bro. That's mm. right there. That's tough, man. That's, All right. Drop the mic. We're good. <laughs> Daily Donnie time, right? <laughs> well, dude, that's crazy, right? That the fi- I, They haven't put like so 
like just confidently, the finest line between tw- between two steps is step six and seven, and like literally what it like just what it means emotionally and spiritually to genuinely come to the place where I'm ready to have these removed, and if that's true, to humbly ask them to be removed. It's fucking heavy. Lost me. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Did I lose everyone? No, it's just a really, really deep, deep step. And I, like you said, you say it all the time. I think it's like overlooked a lot. Dude. I do. I believe these are two very. It sounds so. Me, it sounds so easy. It does. Right? <laughs> yeah, you read words on a freaking, you know, on a step. And you're like, oh yeah, I got this. You know, yeah. but I think the the hump, like, for me, this was a like a daily thing as well for the longest time, and I've you know definitely came came away from it uh, after having some time in recovery. Right, I start thinking that I got it figured out and. I fall away from the third step prayer every day and I would do the seven step prayer. And I had a card do that literally in my sun visor in my car. And as I was driving, I would sit there and read those, those prayers every day. The se- seven step prayer. Yeah, Where, the, what the, is that, Donnie? That? What is the seven step? prayer? Uh, <laughs> clean, clean. <laughs> this is an impromptu prayer. <laughs> the se- the seven. I had no idea this was going to happen. <laughs> Please do share. The seventh step prayer. (laughs) My creator, I am now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me strength as I go out from here to do your bidding. Amen. Mm. You know what I thought mm-hmm. of though that whole time? It's like in Anchorman. Yeah, put Ron blue, Burgundy same put, shit. Put fucking jazz flute. <laughs> oh, totally unprepared. Had no idea. <laughs> no, no, you guys were going to ask him this. He's <laughs> putting it together. <laughs> that prayer is deep though, man. It really is. If you break it down, like really feel the prayer of how, like, what it, what is. Really feel the prayer. <laughs> Jordan's really? still working on Jordan's it. Jordan's still. <laughs> When's the last time you said the seven step <laughs> or asked for something to be removed? <laughs> it's been removed. I'm good. Uh, what has? What, <laughs> which one? The defects have all been removed. So you're looking at perfect right here. Uh, that's your. That's your problem. <laughs> Anyway, Donnie, uh, you continue. are perfect. I got nothing, dude. <laughs> Well, how Where are we going with that, man? I'm no, yeah. my creator, I'm not willing you should have all of me, good and bad. Mm, and Jordan. that right there is the good and the bad. I am not responsible for those. Those like I'm responsible for a lot of the bad, but like the good, I have to I <laughs> almost. Have, I, I have way to, to work on your defense. I have to give credit. <laughs> Did I you have, say I, some I, of the bad? <laughs> no, all of that. All of it. <laughs> some of the bad. <laughs> No, I got to give credit, dude, to to something larger than my something bigger than myself that literally gave me the opportunity to even work on these fucking defects of character and and ask him to and give him credit for the good and ask him to remove the bad from me. Like that is that's hard, dude, to ask something that you that like, I think I struggle with in the beginning is like, what am I who am I giving this to? You know, that's yeah. like where I think the the earlier steps really help with that found the foundation of totally. the the higher power in the surrender process mm-hmm. and the faith in that to be able to give these things that I've held on to so long and that have protected me forever. How am I just going to give that to something that I don't even know is there or going to take these away from me? Like what it's hard to understand yeah. until you actually try it right with a, with like an open mind and, and the willingness and then the action behind it. Yeah. So 
yeah, it's, hum- yeah, it's I, a humbling experience. It is. It's humbling for sure. Like, especially for me, you know, I when I when I think about it, because because it's it's easy to get caught up for me, as in like when you're first working through the steps, especially if you're like just getting into recovery and you're going through them pretty quickly, maybe it's a little bit easier. Like, but like for me, going like being over a year sober, then taking a long time going through the steps, like um, by the time I got to the seventh step. I was like, I was like, I worked really fucking hard to stay sober. Yeah. (laughs) Like I did a lot of shit to make sure I stayed sober. And like, that was a easy mindset to get into like at the time. And it's still, that still comes back and gets me sometimes, but I have to remember, that's why that step is so humbling because like I did work hard. Yeah. So that that's even more humbling to give like all of that you know, the credit away. Yeah. To give the credit away, the good and the bad, as you said, right. It's, it's more humbling. And that's the point of the seventh step, right. Is to humble ourselves. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the principle behind it, right. Humility. If I don't humble myself, God's going to humble me real quick. Well, and (laughs) And it happens. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, dude. And, And one of the questions here too, is how has my work on the previous steps made me ready to work the seventh step? And you referenced it, like building that foundation, right? Mm-hmm. Like working my ass off to get clean, right? Like all, whatever it is, I know for me, like I had, if I didn't build a relationship with, with God, I was not trusting that he could genuinely remove something from me, right? Or provide something, whatever it is, however it is, just faith in general, right? Like my faith is shaky and whatever it is that you believe in. It was important that I established that relationship in one, two, and three, and that I learned my true character in four and admitted my true character in five. And then if I have those things laid out, now I can come to the point where it's like, man, you know what? I'm ready for this to be removed. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to ask with a humble and an honest heart for this to be removed. And that sounds simple, right? Like you said, I think you said earlier, mm-hmm. Jordan, that just reading it on paper, it's like, yeah, okay. So I just yeah, ask for him to make, you know, stop good. being a dick. God, can you help me stop being a dick? Right? <laughs> like, it sounds simple Do enough. Do you use that? <laughs> <laughs> that is a verbatim seven step prayer by Jordan. <laughs> it's, it sounds simple. It does. I, anyone out there, I encourage you, if you struggle, if you're actively struggling with drugs, man, like, you know how hard it is to fucking give up drugs, right? Let's say somebody's not necessarily struggling with drugs out there, or maybe you've been tuning this conversation out. It's like, man, those addicts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, what is something that you're struggling with, right? Mm-hmm. Is it food? Do you, do you wish you could lose that 30 pounds? Okay. Genuinely ask God with an honest heart and faith to remove the obsession to eat fucking junk food. And see how hard that is with an honest heart and to go to the gym, right? Or am I struggling with pornography? Ask God with an honest heart. Say, man, will you remove this from me? Or I'm struggling with whatever it is because I find that I have to do this. And that's one we talked about recently, right? About some defects that we were struggling with. And I asked you, did you genuinely ask God to remove the obsession? Like with an honest heart, did you do it? Because at first, yeah, it's like, God, please remove this obsession to use drugs. That was an easy one for me to ask the for. The pain was so, was so, the pain was so was there. So great. And, it, and it gave us that willingness to like. Absolutely. It, to ask in desperation, please remove this from me. Please. Like I can't with everything, do it. With every ounce of my energy, like, please just fucking help me and get me out of this. Absolutely. Please. Like I can remember in rehab, like withdrawing, please just 
get me through this one minute, dude. Oh my god. I like the withdrawals, dude. So bad. But now it's like, eh, I think I'd do it. <laughs> yeah. <You know. laughs> no, like asking to remove this character defect is yeah. a little harder because like, you know, the pain isn't really there. The pain and the consequences really aren't there that are so strong that they're creating that willingness to actually ask him to right. remove it from me. Yeah. That's a good that's a good uh you made me think of one like even for me. So that's a good example. Going to the gym, mm. right? That's a character defect of mine because I want to be lazy. Right. So that's actually really hard for me to ask God to remove because I want to be lazy sometimes. Right. But other times I want to go to the gym. So it's like, oh, do I really want to try to remove this because then I don't have an excuse to be lazy at home anymore? Right. You know, that, so that's like a really good example of further down the line. Correct. Trying to find things to better my life is that right there. I think that, that that's that, the realization I had. That's yeah, a good one. dude. That and also you brought up a good point because it's not just anyone that's listening to this, dude. I mean, we have all have character defects. Totally. Right? And if you if you say you don't, you're fucking You're blind. the worst. <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> you're worse than all of them. <laughs> but th those character defects, like, uh, you know, they come out in all kinds of areas. Work relationships. I'm sure someone at work, like, pisses you off and oh, you, yeah. one of your defects, whatever it may be, comes uh, out, you know? Uh, and I work and with it, these three motherfuckers, bro. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> Tell me about it, bro. <laughs> And they, they might test your patience. You know, you might say some shit to them that you don't, you know, or yeah. maybe your spouse, you know, you flip out, you say something or you, you manipulate anything. Maybe even your kids dude. like all kinds of different relationships. I think our character defects are tested in the most and yeah. they come out the most. And that's why they're we're human, right? We're not perfect. Like, that's the biggest thing is give yourself a break because these things are going to prop up. They're going to they're going to crop up. You're going to see them happen. But that's where this step comes in on a daily basis for me is like, okay, I'm self-aware this defect just came out or it was about to come out. And now I'm going to ask God, Hey, please remove this from me before I hurt someone else with this defect of character that I have. Yeah. <laughs> well, and Jordan brought it up earlier with the laziness Goomer, you and I were having a conversation last night, right? Was it last night or whatever about the procrastination dude, and the procrastination, how it just fucking kills me, man. Like I wait till I'm either about to like burn it to the ground, burn it to the ground, or like if it's business, I wait till I'm about to lose the deal before uh. I start work. You know, like or whatever. Like the procrastination is a fucking serious defect of character that I struggle with hard. Because if I give it up now, fuck. Well, damn. That means I got to be productive. I can't just lay here. I can't. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want. I struggle to give up my laziness. Yeah, it's just, it's. It's one of those ones where it's like, it's easy. It's easy to say, I don't, I don't want to be a dick today. I don't want to be on drugs today. Those are the easy ones to yeah. throw up to the higher power. Right. But there's a lot more difficult ones. It's like there's levels to this shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, I oh, think yeah. the laziness and the procrastination are probably my, like some of my biggest defects of character. And, and it's, it's hard to ask to get that removed. You know, it is. Mm -hmm. And it's on a daily basis. But I think the, like the willingness, right, to try, and then that taking the action on whatever it is, I think gets you like like you'll start getting some progress, and you'll get excited about the progress that's happening, and in hope in hopes that it will continue to motivate you to do more of whatever that was. Yeah. But dude, yeah, like I I always say, like you know, there's like this one quote. It's like you get to the end of the road, right, and 
And God's like, you know, on a piece of paper because he's like, this is what you were supposed to be. And this is what you were supposed to do. And this is what you fucking chose to do, yeah. like laid out right in front of them. And, I, and I, I don't know why, but that like hits me super hard because the laziness and the procrastination is me. That's my will. God doesn't want me to be lazy and procrastinate. He yeah. wants me to go out and he wants me to do these things in the world and show up and be the person that I'm supposed to be and that I'm supposed to become. Cause that's what I'm here for. Yeah. But I take my will back and I'm like, ah, you know, I'm going to sit around, eat some ice cream, you know, fucking chill, watch some Netflix and you know, hang out and not go help this person and not go do this and not do that. And, and when I come to find out, it doesn't feel good either. No. Like I think, I think, there, I think anxiety. And it gives me anxiety. Procrastinating uh-huh. and being lazy gives me more anxiety and makes me feel like shit than doesn't help me at all yeah and then i'm sitting there i'm paralyzed with anxiety i can't get out of bed and then, then, I'm, yeah, then it's like uh it's crazy dude but i don't know anyway i don't know where i was going with any of that but it can be crippling at sometimes it can must be a realtor thing <laughs> <laughs> uh, me and joy are just quiet like, nope don't experience that at all i know you've been awfully quiet over here this bro. episode dude you guys are dropping some fire bro i like to listen to my boys every once in a while have i good shit the, one of the next questions here have i become impatient that my shortcomings haven't been removed right away or as soon as i asked and am i confident that they will be removed in god's time yes it no. Since <laughs> <laughs> so I got no. Yes, the first one no to the cycle. God's time. Nah. Ah, Damn. We were just having a conversation about God's timing, man. Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> He's answering my shit I asked for last year, bro. <laughs> <laughs> a year later on these requests, homie. <laughs> uh, fuck. I prayed about this too. Years ago. I'm, I'm over that, bro. I didn't get it when I wanted it, so I fucking moved on. I just got to get to Maricopa, bro. <laughs> just got to get to Maricopa, man. Fuck. I'm just at that point in my life. You know? I just got to get to Maricopa. I'm going through it, man. That's uh, it. just going to fade away from the mind. Yeah, bro. Next question. I mean, it's a lot, man. First of all, shortcomings and defects, character defects mean the same fucking thing. That used yeah. to always... Like confuse me. I'm like, what the fuck's the difference? Mm. But apparently, you know, it's just fucking written different. But means they just didn't want to use the same words the twice. Word over. It would have been a lot helpful. Sitting <laughs> 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 here confusing yeah, me. I know. Fucking try to work these steps. Damn it, Bill W. Fucking over here throwing me a curveball. Have there been any shortcomings for you guys that have been removed from your life, or the power has been diminished over you? Yeah, the obsession. <laughs> To use the drugs, that's it? Yeah. No, a lot of them, man. A lot of them. A lot of them, but then I took them back. Mm. And then it just, I, I don't know, I was listening to what you were saying, Donnie. I was just like, I wrecked a lot of people's, like, working on these defects and then, like, to a certain degree, um, like, then living in my will and, like, suppressing the defects. Like, I've been doing that a lot lately, man. I've just been, like, you know, writing off like my spiritual principles cuz like I think it's not hurting someone until time passes and they, and and yeah. like this it snowballs effects on like the reactions of people's and like their lives go a certain way and it all comes down on me mm-hmm. and like my decisions and 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 being impulsive in these defects like dude I started harming a lot of people man I yeah. started humbling myself and I became willing again to remove these shortcomings dude because like I just had to own up to a lot of shit and it had a lot of had to do with like you know, self-seeking sex motives, fucking my ego and 
and all this stuff, dude, that when when you got, you know, it's like, well, you said pain becomes the biggest willingness. And that's when it comes. When, when you're like staring at the face and, and I sincerely like, I'm suppressing so much defects and I'm going through so much shit and I'm not working my program, but you got someone else like crying and saying like, hey, you fucking actions are hurting me. Yeah. And now that I feel everything, that shit sucks, man. It's not, it's, it's not a fucking easy thing to do, man. Totally. I've been humbling myself and making these amends and trying to recorrect these fucking behaviors again because like I made a kind of a mess of my life, man. And, yeah. I, and I do feel lost in the place where I'm at and I'm giving it to God and I'm humbling asking him again because I'm just like, I'm fucking lost. I thought I had all this shit figured out because drinking and easy and using that shit's easy for me now. You know, like, like I said, Jordan, like the first step is fucking easy for me. Yeah. I'm very blessed because I place myself in dangerous situations and places where I could easily fucking relapse and still do. But I've had like, like you said, we fuck around like text messages group, man. Like nothing but fucking relapse. Yeah, dude. Like about <laughs> I, I sent I sent a picture of the screw. And then inside the screw, it had like this little fucking uh, box, <laughs> little M, and it looked like a fucking Percocet fentanyl pill. And I was like, triggered, guys. And we, we go on this rant about relapsing this and that. But you know, it's all like, blue <laughs> yeah, dude. and the joke gets carried away. We, we play, we're probably playing with fire. But like, I had a serious, sincere conversation with Donnie. I don't know if you remember this. Dude. I'm just like, holy shit, dude. People go out for the things we've done in recovery so much. Yeah. It's like, and if it wasn't for you guys in my life, man, I would have probably gone out a long time ago. But it's like, it's we're, possible, like yeah. we're willing to walk the fire with each other and go through these hardships and go through these fucking growing pains and go through all these life experiences that probably like first time coming for all of us. And we hold on to each other at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes we push each other away. Sometimes we irritate each other. Sometimes we don't even fucking like each other, man. But at the end of the day, like, I think we all know well that we're there for each other, you know, no yeah. matter what. And and maybe we take that for granted. At least I do. You know, I'm like, ah, fuck it, whatever, dude. But I'm I've learned, you know, like me telling you constantly, like, dude, I don't fucking like you. I don't like you. I have no I wasn't aware of how that's gonna make you feel, you know? Regardless of being impulsive of like my ego or or certain shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, but when you're like, hey man, like that shit really kind of affected me. I was like, fuck, man. And I was like, fuck. And I started reflecting because I put myself in a fucking hole in recovery. Like, God damn, dude, I really got to fucking work on these character defects because it still hurts a lot of fucking people. Like, I'm in a position right now where, like, where I'm, like, letting everything go. Like, they told me early on, if you can't make a decision and if you don't know what to do, don't do nothing. And just work your fucking program, man. And do the best you can every single fucking day. Like, I, I fucked, I fu I've been fucking up a lot lately. And I've been really hard on myself because I know better now. Mm -hmm. And these steps, like, one through six... I saw this character that I built and I, def I identified and I ripped apart by the help of people in the program. And now I'm willing to choose to play that character again in this fucking movie that this part two, the sequel. <laughs> like, it's, just like, it's like, all right, fuck come it. Back. I'm like, come back. <laughs> fuck everybody. Everybody's hurting my feelings. This program is bullshit and fucking You're no one's changing and this and that. Fucking Halloween series. <laughs> but 40 years later, you're still <laughs> Yeah, making. Michael Myers. Come, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but uh fuck dude i don't know where i was going with that but i don't know it was place it was said very simple to me man he's like dude goomer the 12 steps right the first six we identify the stupid billy badass that you think you are we identify him rip, rip him apart and the next fucking six steps seven through 12 you work on your true self and who you are as a human and who you were meant to be and who god wanted you to be and that's it 
And it's now I'm starting to realize again, it's like I made, I was living in the shit, protecting myself or whatever. I didn't want to look at my partner in a lot of shit anymore, man. And yeah. kind of just gave up and just kind of coasted on, you know, the blessing of being the, the obsession being removed. Yeah. So it's like, fuck, man. Like, like you said, I don't want to be sick no more, man. I'm, I'm hurting. Yeah. Like, I don't want to hurt no more, bro. Like, Stay I really want to be spiritually fit, man. And it's another humbling experience. Like you said, that there's levels to this shit, man. I've learned new levels and new layers of my defects recently, dude. Mm. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, I didn't even know, man. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm tired, Jordan. <laughs> I'm fucking tired, bro. So I don't know, man. I'm recently, like, gonna put more of an effort in my program and 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 start working the seven just start working the steps again man on the, on the daily dude and it's hard man it's hard those defects of character and humbly asking them yeah usually don't ask them until i'm like Hurting. literally in my knees like yo dude i'm done <laughs> take it wrong. away yeah. take it away i've done enough here please help me out <laughs> <laughs> this is what i did <laughs> will um, you help me fix it up <laughs> <laughs> reboot <laughs> well when you were so talking about that too and I just want to bring this up real quick. Like the phrase that popped in my head when you were talking was like death by a thousand cuts, right? Because you mentioned it. I don't notice that I'm hurting people. And after a period of time so long, I realized, wow, I really hurt this person. or I hurt these people or right. whatever it may be. Like my character defect, like when I would fucking just pop off of the mouth, always on a roast session. Right. Mm -hmm. I thought it was hilarious. I did. Yeah, right. You did too. But I was hurting people. I remember Donnie all the time. Like, bro, why are you taking shots at me? I was like, I'm not taking shots at you, bro. Okay, bitch. <laughs> but then I like, I was actually reflecting on this recently. Like, damn, dude, how many times did he have to tell me that he felt I was taking shots at him and my ears are just deaf, right? Like, how many times do, does someone have to tell me before I fucking believe them? You mm -hmm. know, like where? Okay, so where does it? So that's why, you know, that's. I've tried so hard to remove that character trait, defect, whatever we want to call it from my life. Right. I don't want to talk so much shit like that anymore. Right. Like I don't want to just go on roast sessions because I have hurt people's fucking feelings and it did not feel good. When I came to that realization, I felt pretty shitty about myself. Right. right? One of the, you know, you're talking about how you're like when Dylan, I don't like you. I don't like you, whatever it is just the other night, bro. Like I feel like you started addressing whatever that was, within your own self yeah. right and you said like man damn dude i put myself in your position and holy fuck dude yeah, said, my totally. bad you were you must have yeah. been lonely <laughs> <laughs> i like really like I, I genuinely like saw i put myself in your shoes man that's it i i, I genuinely like fucking put myself in your shoes I was like damn bro like this was like trying to be sober like trying to raise a family be a head of household and all his friends are saying fuck you <laughs> <laughs> That motherfucker's loaded as shit right now, dude. No wonder y'all sourced to California and shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Last one. Last one, bro. <laughs> no, but I sincerely meant those things, man. And yeah. that conversation went a lot more deep than that, man. Like, I had, like, genuinely, like, I felt that, man. And I think it's because you can't, not until I experienced that, you know what I mean? Now that all this responsibility yeah. is, like, coming on me which is the path that you recently are walking i'm like fuck bro like this this dude's like really like i genuinely felt bad for not like extending you know what i mean like a, a like a helping hand and how easily how you can put yourself in a, a road to relapse and how dangerous yeah. not working on these defects because the beginning of that book it says dude, it's not what we use that makes us fucking use or drink it's 
our emotions and our thoughts. And I truly believe that. If you don't work on this defects and it's going to make you feel some type of way, make you think some type of way, it's only a matter of time before you go back to the bottle or fucking bag or whatever you're into. So, like, it's getting to that point. That's what, like, those jokes are funny. Yeah. But the reality is, like, how far am I? <laughs> how much truth is behind <laughs> yeah, this text message they chain They say 72% right now, yeah. of fucking yeah. behind the lie is the truth. Every, yeah, or, fuck, truth. Some, or a joke always, behind yeah, or some shit like that. behind every joke, Oh, man. I had some truth. I was bored as fuck for a little while this week. <laughs> Blue M&M sounded good. <laughs> <sighs> no, that's awesome, man. I think that's a, a really, unless we have more to add, I think that's a pretty solid ending point. Just one of the greatest ways to humbly ask to remove these character defects man like am i thinking about the other person you know am i putting myself in people's shoes and for anyone out there man i'd really really encourage you ask yourself what is something in my life that i can ask god to remove and work on it or yeah or ask like what what am i doing that may be affecting other people right that i'm, that I'm not even aware of because yeah. until i stop a sec stop for a second right take a look around and really question myself because we go through day, like life daily just not questioning ourselves at all and just we think it. we're right like, I, well, always. Yeah. I always yeah. like i learned some new shit i'm like yo i got some shit on everybody <laughs> and, I, and then i know like everybody knows this shit bro and I'm like, like i don't know shit <laughs> so <it's> like, <laughs> straight up bro ah that was great jordan would you kindly remind everybody <laughs> That's what time is. <laughs> Humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. Didn't we use that before? Probably. No. But we'll run it. I like <laughs> it. There we go. All right. Well, I apologize for my friends. I always taking your fire. I know. Dude. Right, fuck fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck you guys. So working on that popping out. Uh, I'd yeah. apologize, but I don't want to offend you guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, Goomer, Jordan, Bounty, fuck you guys. <laughs> Everybody else out there, thank you so much for being a part of my recovery. Please like the show, subscribe to the show, leave a comment, share it, all that good stuff. Please reach out to us if you need to. We love you, and we thank you so much for listening to another episode of Not So Anonymous.